All right, everybody, welcome again to another episode of the Shop Notes podcast. This is episode number 101. We've crossed that threshold, and I hope you're enjoying the ride along with us. I'm your host, Phil, along with Logan and John. And today's episode is going to be whatever we make of it. And that's usually how it goes. So I hope you enjoy it. This episode of the Shop Notes podcast is brought to you by Woodsmith Magazine. Woodsmith Magazine has been the trusted source for all your woodworking information for over 40 years. From tips and techniques to furniture projects to shop projects, you'll find it all at Woodsmith Magazine. Subscribe today at woodsmith.com. I thought you were going to say, like, episode 101, we're on the downhill now. <laughs> like, we peaked oh, and we're on the way we down. We've been on the downhill <laughs> since we started. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I don't, you know, know, okay. I don't know if there was ever a hill. It was just always a flat line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are joking about it, but we had a lot of comments on the last uh, last podcast, episode 100, that a lot of people were saying, you know, like, they, it was akin to hanging out with shop buddies for coffee on Friday morning. Like, everyone's like, I've been through every episode with you. I feel like it's... Like, they're half saying, like, hey, good job, and they're half saying, I walked 12 miles to school. <laughs> yeah. I've put up with like, you for this long. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting right. out of it. Like, sorry. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, we had one guy said, nice job on your 100th episode, and yes, I've listened every Friday since the beginning. Can't wait for the next 100. Oh, God. Like... Can we send him flowers sure. or something? He needs a little joy in his life. Uh, Michael also writes, congrats on uh, making your 100th podcast. On the what's the point topic, he has pilot point drill bits. Smaller point okay. is great until you get to the larger point starts to drill in and grabs the drill and just rips it out of your hands and destroys the bottom of the hole to boot. Yep. Yeah, and I would agree with that. Because I had a, set, we had a set around here. It was a, uh, I mean, the maker doesn't really make any difference. It was a Dewalt set of Pilot Point drill bits, which I thought were supposed to be helpful for drilling into metal. Yeah. But, and a Pilot Point bit is just looks like a twist bit, with like a smaller yeah. twist bit coming out of the end of it. Yeah, it's almost like a Brad Point bit with a not so sharp tip and no cutting wings. Yeah. yeah. And I would agree, because once you get to that lower bit, then it does, or the major diameter, then it does start to get a little hairy to use. So that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what's new in popular woodworking land? Uh, so last issue went out, which was fantastic. I uh, have the grill, outdoor grill island, outdoor kitchen. We have the Dylan's woven chair, which... I don't. Do we talk about this at all? It's been weeks since we've podcasted. I don't, I don't like, think we've talked about Dylan's chair, no. So Dylan, Dylan is kind of becoming our chair guy. Um, like I, I don't. He likes building chairs, so he ends up designing a lot of chairs. Um, so one of the chairs he did for this issue was in, like an outdoor lounge chair, is what he he called it. Um, and it's kind of like yeah, it, it definitely is an outdoor chair, but it would be just fine inside too, right? Um, and it is a chair that is made of, like, a seat and then a, like, 
like a seat frame, a back frame, and then a base, basically. But the actual area you sit on and you lean against is reed. So it's like that three-eighths inch wide flat reed. Um, or I wouldn't call it caning. It's definitely reed. Yeah. Uh, but it comes in like one-pound spools. And the spools have like kind of random length uh, like reed in yeah. it. So you get some sections that are three feet long. You get some that are 12 feet long. And he wove it back and forth into a herringbone pattern. Um, it turned out super cool. It It's this, like, it's kind of like a modern Danish-type chair. Sure. Like, it, it it's kind of cool. Um, I, I actually really like it. It's comfortable. Uh, it's not like a... Dylan, and, if, and you guys will get this because you guys know Dylan. Dylan's kind of like a sit-up-proper type of chair guy. Where I'm more of a sloucher, <laughs> like I want something that's gonna cut my butt. Yeah, there's our show episode name. Uh, but like, this is a comfortable chair that you'd sit at. Um, you're not gonna fall asleep in it, but it's definitely, in my opinion, it's one of the more comfortable chairs that Dylan's designed. Um, and then we have uh, Chris Fitch made a handful of grill tools um, for outdoor cooking. So uh, a flipper, a, a fork, and a uh, wood grill grate scraper. I don't know if you guys have seen those mm -hmm. before. Like the wire grill brushes have a tendency to leave little needle lancets all over. Mm -hmm. um, so he did a wood one. Um, and then I think those were the main projects. I feel like I'm missing a project, but maybe I'm not. Uh, and then we have some outdoor or working with um, outdoor finishes and metal uh, working in your wood shop. Um, so kind of some basics on cutting and drilling and stuff. So that issue is now at the printer, and it should uh, should be hitting mailboxes here in about a month. Um, so onward and upward. Mm -hmm. So next issue is going to have a uh, watchmaker's call it watchmaker's cabinet. It's kind of a hybrid like. Watchmaker's cabinet and spool cabinet. Uh, we've talked about it yeah. before. I know. Um, How big is it? Like, because, what's the overall sizes? Ah, uh, I could open my SketchUp model. I want to say it's like twenty-five wide by like fifteen deep. Okay. So it's it's and how tall? Yeah. Um, sixteen inches. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not not like it's not huge. Uh, it's definitely a. I mean, you're not going to pick it up and move it. It's meant to sit on top of something else and hold, you know, watchmaker. Like, sit on a watchmaker's bench. Yeah. Or I'm going to use it for my carving tools because yeah. the drawers are about two inches tall. Um, my carving tools will fit nicely in there. Um, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun one. I'm going to do it. I was going to do it at, like, some course on white oak. But I'm going to try my hand at some gunstock checkering. So okay. um, if anybody has seen... You know, like shotgun stock, a, a walnut shotgun stock. A lot of times, they'll have checkering on it for for grip and aesthetic purposes and stuff. Uh, I'm going to try that on the drawer fronts, um, and I think it'll be kind of cool. And I think the walnut will hold that checkering better than like a really open grain walnut or a oak grain. Right. You know, so yeah, so it'll be fun. Um, I have a uh, side table by Willie Sandry um, in Willie's very craftsman arts and crafts style. Um, and I have a couple others. Uh, we have an exact width dado jig 
um, from Willie mm. in this issue too. Um, it was kind of I like Willie because he kind of he kind of pokes the big industries. Like it came about from Woodpeckers releasing their exact with Dato right. Jake. Uh, so Willie's like, you know, he did a review on it on his YouTube channel, and then he's like, hey, I can make one of these too. So he made one, uh, and so we'll include that. Um, so yeah, it will uh, be fun. So I feel like I'm ahead of the game on this issue, where the last issue was a short issue, so I felt like I was behind the game the entire time. So we'll see what, <laughs> how I feel in four weeks. Yeah, I feel like you just jinxed yourself. Yeah, I know. Nicely done. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest with you, though, uh, the like the watchmaker's cabinet, it's a lot of it's just it's frame and panel construction for the sides and the back, um, and then there's some like frame and panel drawer uh, dividers in between the drawers, kind of what you would think of if you think of like a traditional shaker style chest of drawers, yeah, like a type of frame and panel web divider. frame or whatever. Yeah, like what like a web frame. Uh, so it should go together pretty quickly. Um, a lot of parts are the same size. Not a whole lot that is nuts on it. Um, I'm going to do this, I think, as a hand tool project, okay. which will be kind of fun. So we'll power surface everything, and then we'll do that. There you things. go. Yep. So, yeah. What about the Woodsmith issue? Because I know that's coming out. Yeah. Like, it's getting close. It's going great. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> well, as I say, usually... I drop a pop wood issue in the mail, and then all of a sudden I have to turn around and start writing a Woodsmith project because I got a week and a half to get it done. Yeah, but this issue I don't have anything. So about that, yeah, yeah. This okay. issue of Woodsmith I liken to because it's you know we have the Winter Olympics coming up right now or soon. Mm -hmm. So my my viewpoint of this issue of Woodsmith is Nancy Kerrigan coming out of a skating practice session and getting nailed with some stick across the legs by some okay. rando guy. Okay. Jeff Galulied, I believe is the okay. technical <laughs> term for it. So we've had mm -hmm. uh, several computers go down on the staff. We've had staff go down staff go down <laughs> from covid and flu and had some other projects you know working on it plus this issue was the christmas impacted issue so there's at least yep. a week probably easier to round it up to 2 weeks where people are just out which is totally great mm -hmm. because i want everybody to take their vacation and have the chance to recharge whatever however and logan knows this too is uh the magazine scheduling gods and i and i it's not just our company it's i've in this is a blanket statement. it's a blanket yeah. statement for magazine publishing in general is that you know you have issues that come out every two months which is a pretty frequent or pretty common frequency for magazines but that doesn't mean that every issue comes out every eight weeks. Some issues are, you know, because of lengths of months and whatever, you get 10 weeks for an issue and then whatever. And this issue for us is a shortened schedule. So it's only, instead of being eight weeks, it's like seven or six and a half or something like that. Plus you take out, plus you take out uh, the two weeks for Christmas, 
and New Year's and whatever, and all of a sudden, it's like, holy crap. That's exactly how my last issue played out, and it was miserable. Yeah. So, my hair is going to, like, I think I got grays going on in here. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was bad. So, so and I'm, I'm not complaining. It just is what it is, but it's just kind of funny how it's one of those when it rains, it pours sort of scenarios where we already have a shortened issue and to put a bunch of this stuff on top of it is sorry that reminds me I need to send payoff to Krishwana back for crashing (laughs) I need to write that note to myself sabotage sabotage there could be only one that being said you know the projects for this issue are super cool we got some really fun designs in there John's got one in there Mm mm-hmm you going to talk about your bench? Um, sure. It's just a. I think I was tasked with doing an outdoor bench, and it became kind of a indoor entry bench. So, uh, end up using red oak. Uh, it's got a planked uh, look on the top that we used a, a router bit to kind of give it that look, rather than actually gluing up planks, which is kind of an interesting technique to kind of get around some. Uh, uh, trickier things about gluing up planks like glue squeeze out and getting stuff lined up you can just kind of glue up a solid wood plank and then use this router bit to to give it the look and it's got some breadboard ends and we're using some uh, turnbuckle hardware that I found from a company here in Iowa to kind of give it a kind of industrial feel so I'm pretty sure that that turnbuckle hardware came off the Golden Gate Bridge. Right? Yeah, because it's it's, it's it's pretty solid. It's, it's thick. <laughs> yes, it is. It's probably <laughs> like half the weight of the bench, which is saying something because mm-hmm. the rest of the bench yeah. is eight quarter red oak. Yeah, yeah. yeah when I ordered it online it, and then got it, uh, we actually built the bench um, before we received the hardware. So we were sitting there waiting around for this hardware to install, and it comes, and it's like, whoa. That's a lot <laughs> thicker than I thought it was going to be. So, and and they have, I missed the yeah. dimensions. What's the, yeah, they had, they, what's the hardware place from? Uh, farmhousehardware.com. So I ended up just searching turnbuckle hardware and found this place and assumed it was some East Coast place oh, yeah, and then yeah. ended up talking to them. They're from just uh, Northwest Iowa here up by Sioux City. So, um, yeah. So well, I mean, to be fair, on their website it does say three quarter inch. Right. It says it. I have no concept of. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, But pretty sure their website says thick turnbuckle ends, rod ends. Yeah, I searched thick turnbuckle yeah. hardware. Oh <laughs> but no, they have like all kinds of design ideas around you know larger tables and yeah. and different architectural stuff. So, um, yeah, this. You think we can get them to feature our photo on their website? I'm sure. I'm sure we can. Yeah, they were pretty excited when I told them it was going to be a magazine. But this actually was built, I don't know, months, ago. months and months ago. Yeah. 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 So it's been sitting around a while. So I'll have to give them a holler when this issue goes out and send them a copy and, and stuff. So Yeah. But So, yeah, that was one thing about this issue. We actually had a lot of the projects done way earlier than, than normal and then... Yeah, like you said, other stuff has caught up to us, and yeah. kind of scrambling here 
towards the Which end. Which is funny because usually it's the opposite. Usually the projects are like, mm, get the project yeah. done so we get photographs yeah. done. Yeah, exactly. And the so. drawings and the procedure. And I can't yeah. write this article if the project hasn't been built yet. Yeah. yeah. Write so the article will... and I know how to build it. Yes. So I will say one of the projects, and I don't know, we talked, I know it was talked about it getting pushed. Is it getting pushed next issue? Uh, I think that hasn't quite been established yet, but. Okay. We have a well. There's a, no. I said it, I just saw the paint job on it yesterday, and it completely looks like what we were talking. It was going to yeah. look like, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the projects that we have slated for this issue, and we'll have to see once if we can get all the drawings and stuff done for, is a a rolling air cleaner, shop built air cleaner that Chris Fitch designed. And it's similar, similar to the general freestanding. Yeah, and one. then there's another one uh, too, like Axiom or something yes, like that. Axiom mix one. Because uh, most of the time, when you think air cleaner, you think the like ceiling mounted things that yeah. are about the size of a chest freezer. Yep. And they're great, but if you don't have twelve foot ceilings, they can be a hazard. Yeah, you're not going to put one in your basement. Right. Shop. Or even in a garage, you know, unless yeah. you can get it up in the rafters. Right. So yeah. we were looking at options for, you know, because we've done, I think Woodsmith did like 200 years ago, did a shop built air cleaner that was ceiling mounted. And we used it in the shop forever. And it used mm -hmm. like three different filters, you know, to progressively filter out dust and particles or whatever out of the air and you know there's been in any number of you know box fan furnace filter tips sent in so there's definitely a desire for it so this one that chris has is he found a blower motor online and i gotta remember where he got it but then used a canister filter very similar to like in a dust collector uh, yep. and has it on a rolling design it's probably i mean all in it's maybe 18 inches across, inches, you know, yeah. at the yeah. base where the casters are. So it's a pretty small scale thing, moves air like a son of a gun and is quiet. So yeah, really amazing. Well, and the combination of the, the sheet metal housing on it and the royal blue metallic uh, paint, paint we did a metallic got, paint yeah, on it. it. Yep. It, uh, it, it desires a little red LED light to be on it, and it would be our new. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it would yeah, be awesome. it's it's your it's America's favorite Astromech, definitely. Yep, I will I will say, and it's not it's not what you would think of like when you say blower motor. It's not like a squirrel cage. No. It's like a it's like a ten inch in line. Yeah, what do they call that? Like an axial or whatever, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a it's like what you'd see as a helper motor in vent in like duck yeah. And, but it, it moves some Yeah, air. and our uh, our art director, Todd Lamberth, uh, he kind of has a family side hustle of a greenhouse business down in southern Iowa. And he said he, they've used that exact motor um, in some of their greenhouses to move air. Because it's got six speeds on it. It's really easy to adjust. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Fingers crossed that we can get it into this issue. If not, we'll punt it down to the next issue. Um, so if anybody has looked at air cleaners for your shop and been turned off by size or price 
or both, this one is super cool. And it doesn't have to roll around either. Chris did a uh, like a three-way mounting operation that you could have it in the roll around R2D2 configuration. You can do it as a wall mounted unit as a bracket or ceiling mounted as well. So it would completely look like a turbine jet. Oh yeah. Hung, hung from yeah. Like one of those old school, awesome. like 60s ones, you know, that yes. it's like, yep. this actually belongs inside of a NASA space right. museum. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's the, the kind of the thing about um, air cleaners is they're pretty expensive to buy for what they are. They're, you know, usually just kind of a box <laughs> with some filters and a fan and pretty easy to construct. So same with this yeah. one. It's pretty simple. Now, I think uh, there are some manufacturers that have kind of upped the ante on them a little bit. Like the general ones um, now, uh, they have like an auto sensing on off which is kind of nice mm-hmm. right um so that's not something that you, i mean like the standard box fan with filter in essence is what most of them are and i mean even the self-sensing one that's what it is it just happens to have a little infrared light that reads the yeah air. it's just a little mm-hmm. smarter so yeah yeah so yeah and our newer ones that are on the ceiling have um gauges on them to tell them when it's kind of the filters need to be changed, and otherwise, I don't think they would ever get changed. Right. So we have that. Uh, another project is Dylan designed a, a few issues ago. Dylan did a tall wardrobe that we did as kids' furniture, but we were looking at something that wasn't like toddler furniture. It was, you know, for older kids. So he's. Big yeah, he's he's building out the suite on that. So we have a, a low, long dresser in that same style. And I think this one actually is turned out even better than the first one, which I thought was pretty cool to begin with. So then we have, and that one has a very contemporary look to it, because mm-hmm. Dylan. But the, flipping the script altogether, we have a blanket chest in the style of like 16th century oak furniture. So Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen the work of Peter Follinsby online, he does a lot of green wood, oak, rived, carved furniture. This is in that same vein. It's inspired by, I'm not saying, and I'm not trying to imply any type of replication, copy, reproduction, whatever, but Get off our back, Bob Lang. (laughs) So anyway, it's just kind of a fun, fun piece. Blanket chests are very popular because it's a, you know, versatile furniture form. And again, Chris designed that one. Steve Johnson built it and Steve killed it on there. It's a sweet piece. I feel like with how much red oak is in this issue of Woodsmith, everybody in the photos needs to be wearing like Jenko jeans and stuff. <laughs> like the nineties called, they want their wood back. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously though, I was, it, it's funny. Cause when John was saying that bench is red oak, I was going to, I was going to mention it. Like talk about the like discriminated wood in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Like, poor Red Oak has it's the been new pine. It's the new pine. It's the new pine. <laughs> and the pine, pine is the new walnut. Like, we like we don't have a 
ton of red oak here in Iowa. I mean, we get we get a lot of the black oaks, like the black oak species is the red oak species um, commercially. So we get like pin oaks. Uh, we don't get a ton of northern red oaks here. We get some jack oak and some black oak, um, the actual species of those. But I have cut up one northern red oak here, and I only have a little log of it. Uh, somebody got to it for firewood before I got to it. Um, and I cut it up, and I've kind of been holding on to it. It's like red oak's a dime a dozen, right? You can get red oak wherever you go. Like, I think Hy-Vee sells red oak, <laughs> you know? But, like, I'm kind of like, huh, I wonder what I'm going to do with this because I'm kind of, I think when everybody thinks of red oak, you think of, like, the, you know, the golden oak color that everybody stained stuff in high school, and it was kind of that 90s type of woodwork. Right, and you, it's the unfairly it's yes. the negative stereotype of craft show furniture. Oh, oh, completely. Yes. It's like, if you're gonna go and find a tilt-out garbage bin with a bunch of hearts cut out of the front, it's gonna be red yeah. oak, right? Um, but... If it's done right, it's not bad. Like the the um, blanket chest turned out great. That just has oil on it. I would probably do some form of film finish, but it has oil on it because that was a traditional type yeah. finish. Mm-hmm. Um, the the finish on the bench turned out like you could tell it's red oak when you sit on it and look at it, mm-hmm. but from ten feet away, it doesn't look like red oak. No. Yeah. So it's one of those things that I think it's been it's been un fairly criticized mainly by me for being a 90s <laughs> a 90s wood but it's your intarsia is that what you're saying it is it is my yes. intarsia yes it is it's like there's nothing wrong with red oak it just has a very punchable face it's not red oak. <laughs> it's me it's, it's, it's not you it's me right that's, I, that's exactly I what feel it like is. it's it's like a you know, you get like a baseball player is on a crappy team and does a yeah. good job on the team, but the team still loses. Yep. And yet, it then halfway through its second contract gets traded to the Dodgers and all of a sudden turns into a Hall of Fame player. It's just yep. an underdog material that has been poorly utis- utilized for so long. Yes, yes. I mean, and it's, like I said, it's very common. It's cheap. It's a great wood to build projects out of, especially if you're starting, because it is cheap. It's easy to, it's easy to, it's easier to make mistakes on that than it is expensive walnut or something. It's durable. Like it's. Um, It's durable. Yes. Yep. Um, And uh, to be honest, I I told you this last week, Phil, or two weeks ago, Um, my buddy Russ here in town went up and picked up a couple big pin oaks for me. Um, and he quarter sawed those and, and pin oak is in the black oak family. It's commercially sold as red oak. Um, and he quarter sawed it for me and it is like the straightest grain, nicest looking stuff yeah. ever. So, um, I, I have, I'm going to have in two years that will be dry and ready to use. Um, so I think it'd be kind of, kind of cool to see what we can do. I'm going to take my, that was like my personal personal uh, task is to bring Red Oak back. Yep. 
in two years, it'll be back. Right. Yes, in two it's years. It's going to come back around. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. This this little red oak log I have, it's it's only like six foot long and maybe maybe 20 inches. It's not huge. Um, but I cut that two summers ago. So this summer, it should be ready to go. It should be ready to get turned into something. So we'll see. Tilt out garbage can with hearts. Uh-huh. There you go. Yep. It. It's back. A potato bin. <laughs> potato bin. Yep. So let's see what else we have for projects. We have uh, Dylan's watering can. He's got a wood watering can. If you've been following us on our Facebook Lives, that's been on the progress list for quite a few weeks, and he finally got that done. And I think it looks pretty cool. It's very sculptural. Again, very Dylan. Yep. And what's the other project? Watering Um, can, air cleaner, bench, Hadley chest kids thing oh no that's it that's five yeah the kids dresser okay anyway five cool projects that we have lined up hopefully we can get it all taken care of so i'm excited about this issue i think it's got there's a lot of fun things in it what's interesting to me is you know we were talking the other day logan about themes on issues Uh and this issue for Woodsmith is like the router jig theme issue. Okay. Because the air cleaner is very round, so bust out your trammel, your router trammel, and you will use the heck out of it. And then the kid's dresser has a, a jig for dishing out some of the pulls. So we have like these really large diameter pulls that are kind of hollowed a little bit using a router jig. Um, we, where was the other router jig? There was at least one other one. And then there's a bunch of template routing in Dylan's, uh, watering can. Boy, I can't think of that other one now. There's something with carving on the Hadley chest. Yeah, there's router carving on the Hadley chest for the panels. And... Totally escaped me. Anyway, it was just kind of fun to see see some of that come to the fore. So then we're working away on season 16 for the TV show. Hard to believe that that's yeah. flying along as well as it is. Yeah, you think like at some point somebody, I don't know who, I don't know whose responsibility it is just to tell us to stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> you think at some point somebody would be like, hey, look. Yeah, 16 seasons, that's enough. Like, let's just catch just it got, right now. We've got too much good. momentum now. We can't be stopped. Yep. We're rolling down the yes, hill. Yes, that's... Yep. 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 It's like a train wreck. You can't... Yep. You just can't it's stop gonna, it. It's going to take an iceberg. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. No, we, I think we have... I... I think... I could be wrong. No, I'm not. It's my opinion, so I, I can't be wrong on it. I like the projects that we have in this season, I think, better than any of the other seasons that I've filmed with. Oh, yeah? I think so. That's fair. Um, Just because they kind of appeal to me more. Um, And maybe it's just because, like, the Craftsman Cyber we just did was was oak that I cut. I mean, that's, that's fun to me. Like, I like seeing, you know, I we dropped the tree, I cut it, dried it, now we're using it. Like, to me, that's fun to see that circle. But yeah. we did the... Crafts and sideboard and chess set. Mm-hmm. 
which is kind of fun. Um, up next is some chairs, yep. right? So, and then we got some clocks, and I'm I'm a clock man. I love clocks, so yep, it'll be fun. And to be honest, we're picking the projects we want to do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't, <laughs> I mean, we don't care. What. We don't ask anybody else's opinion. Right. We, yeah. we used to ask the viewers, but then it's just like, let's just do what we want to do. We got to put us first. Right. Yes. Yes. So hopefully everybody That's likes funny. them. But we usually Man, do. And do, do we a care? Var- yeah. We do a variety, but. Yeah, we try and pull. No. I know when we did our planning meeting a few months ago, we were talking about you know, broad categories, like some shop projects, storage projects, yeah. small projects, that kind of thing. But yeah, we always, we always try to mix those in, like, because there are some people that just don't want to tackle big projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to mix in small projects or whatever. So right. and they're always good confidence builders to be able to get something completed quickly without too much, you know, investment. Yep. You know, we've done the show for a long time, but we kind of know what kinds of projects are popular as well. But I think it also helps that we're woodworkers. And so we get excited about a specific project or type of something that, you know, whether it's something that we really enjoy already or is something that we'd like to learn more about. You know, like the the next yeah. project being the chairs, which we're going off of uh, Dylan's Welsh stick chair um, I haven't really made chairs before, other than that rocker, that craftsman rocker that we did several issues or several seasons ago, mm-hmm. and it's just something that I'd like to learn about. So it'll be fun to present that for the show. Yeah, and I think those kind of projects are also really easy to customize too. You can really mm-hmm. change the feel yeah. of it quickly. Well, in uh, in Dylan's issue or article in Popwood last issue that Danish chair he he had a quote from somebody I don't don't recall who it was but saying that sh- chairs are like shoes they have to be comfortable and they're sized to fit every single person that uses them yeah so that's that's one of the fun things about chairs and one of the hard things about chairs is what what's comfortable to me in my butt cupping chair is maybe not comfortable with John or you know, John's taller than I am. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so some he needs a taller chair than I do. So kind of interesting. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. Now speaking of clocks, gonna I've talked about this before. Is I did a clock class for the Des Moines woodworkers, and as such, I built a clock along with them, and it was part of a Christmas gift that I didn't get a chance to finish for my wife. So. She will get this before this podcast comes out, but I'm going to show it off here. It's craftsman nice. style. We did a version of it with mm-hmm. a Matawi tile in the bottom, but I did, uh, Chris did a craftsman style box several years ago with a metal inlay. So the tile on the bottom for the people who are watching on YouTube, I'll put a photo on our show notes page, is a square of white oak that has a copper pair of copper oak leaves inlaid in it. And I'm pretty pleased with how it turned out. Made some changes to the original plan, but but I like it. Spent some extra time on making sure that I kind of leveled up on like the finish and fit and finish of different parts. So 
I'm excited about it. Cool. And puts a neat little bow on Christmas 2021. <laughs> on the 22. Yep. Yep. One month late. Oh, man. All right. I think that wraps it up for another episode of the Shop Notes podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or smart remarks, we want to hear from you. You can email us, woodsmith at woodsmith.com. Or like I mentioned, you can watch the show on our YouTube channel. Uh, don't forget to check out our show notes page, woodsmith.com slash podcasts. Uh, also, wherever you subscribe to the, the Shop Notes podcast, I would love it if you could rate and review the show. Doing so helps the podcast get in front of other woodworkers like you who are enjoying the conversation and the topics that we talk about here. So otherwise, we will see you again next week, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Shop Notes podcast. Bye. This episode of the Shop Notes podcast is brought to you by Woodsmith Plans. You'll find nearly a thousand plans covering everything that you'd want to build from furniture projects to gift projects, kitchen accessories, workshop projects and jigs, and more. Find your next project at woodsmithplans.com.